Right, here we go. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! I was so late to the hay. Well, then that means I was really late to the hay. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, can, I can't uh, hear the music anymore. I have to go off of you. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that was bad. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. Um, this is a part of the pod where, based off of the uh, the album that we're doing or the band that we're doing on the, the main episode, we rank all the albums from this band. And we're doing Poison. We're doing their their album, Look What the Cat Dragged In, so we're going to rank all seven of their records. Uh, my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Um, but before we do, we rank the seven Poison records, which is going to be tough. Um, we're going to do our <laughs> new thing, the, the Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge, so... If you're unfamiliar with this, we try to relate the the band of the week to Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two, because why why the hell not? Because we love we love Tom. So let's start. You only have one, correct? Jeff? Yeah, I, got, one, I, only, I only I only got one because you you were mad. Not not because I couldn't find anything, just because I yeah. Okay, so I, I I went with my my normal three, so I'll get through them pretty quick right now. Uh, so the first one here. Uh, Poison. They did a cover of "Just What I Just What I Needed" from the Cars. Uh, Rick Ocasek, who was in the Cars, uh, produced part of the Motion City soundtrack album. Uh, Even if it kills me, Mark Hoppus also worked with uh, Motion City soundtrack, uh, producing their, one of their records, and be, he was on some of their songs. And then Mark to Tom DeLonge. There's mm. my first connection. Mm. So, what do you got? Uh, yeah, so I, I got this one, and it wasn't... Wow, that, was, that seemed loud? That seemed like it was, it was loud. It was a little bit loud. But it's a little loud. I, I did this one, and then after I was done, and, and looking at this group's uh, history... Yeah. Uh, dude, I was just... I was done. I was already exhausted. <laughs> Usually, like, these are so fun for me, and I, I love trying to, like, piece the two together, and I really enjoy this, this bit, but this okay. was fucking awful. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't. I enjoyed awful things. I enjoyed this, but nothing else. Okay. So no, I, I did enjoy other stuff. Oh yeah. So CC Deville, mm-hmm. he was uh, uh, he was on the Surreal Life season six. Ah, uh, okay. With model uh, Tawny Tawny Katane. Who? The name sounds so familiar. Um, she she was married to Chuck Finley. Okay. Chuck Finley was uh, one of the all-time greatest uh, angel pitchers. Okay. Ever. <laughs> okay. All right. That and could be a baseball reference, but okay. She was also married to a one David Coverdale. Ah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Only a couple years though. Um, but anyway, Tawny was on, or she guest starred in the Nose Job episode of, of Seinfeld. <laughs> <All right. laughs> what a what an obscure <laughs> reference, but okay. Yeah, so Seinfeld also um, 
guest starred uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston was in Malcolm in the Middle, right? The, mm-hmm. the show whose theme song was done by They Might Be Giants. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, I mean, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know that. I, yeah, yeah know you that. know that. We, we talked about um, This is where it gets really funny and stupid. They Might Be Giants are the focus of another pod called This Might Be a Podcast, which ah. is... Which, which I wrote. This might be a podcast is a ripoff of Blink One Fifty Five, which ultimately couldn't get Mister Tom DeLong to guest star on their major run. <laughs> what a dig! What a dig! <laughs> that is so dumb. That's really dumb. That's a bad connection. That's the best connection, baby. Uh, okay, so I, I okay the other two I have. This one, this one is fairly short. Uh, the next, then the, the third one is just stupid. Uh, but this one, so Slash from Guns N' Roses, he um, he auditioned for Poison, and he was CC Deville was chosen over Slash, which is insane to even think about. This is before he was in Guns N' Roses. So Slash auditioned for Poison, didn't get the gig. Then Slash was on the Transplant song Saturday Night. Travis Barker was in the Transplants. Travis Tom. Easy peasy right there. Did you just snap? So, I did, yeah. You heard, yeah. Did you hear it? I didn't hear the snap. It, it gave like an extra little... You well, know, I mean, if you're going to snap, like, like get to the mic, don't don't half-ass it behind your back. Well, you know, I'm a half-asser. You know how it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the next one here is really stupid. Uh, Poison <laughs> covered the song Sexy Back from Justin Timberlake, <laughs> which was insane to me. Uh, so they did that, uh, and then Justin Timberlake did, has the song "Suit and Tie." Jay Z is on that song. Jay Z obviously has collaborated collaborated with Kanye West a lot. So, so Jay Z to Kanye, then Kanye is married to Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's sister, Courtney Kardashian, <laughs> is currently dating Travis Barker, and Travis Barker to Tom DeLonge. Boom, got it. Dang, so much. That pop was that references. was my really dumb one. That was my really dumb one right there. <clears throat> no, I didn't want to the Kardashian route, but it had to be done. Had to be said. That's what I'm saying. Like even all of these that we we just did, like none of these were very interesting. No, because Poison's not very interesting. God, this fucking band. I know this is this is all your fault. I know this really is all your. I fault. take full responsibility for this one. Okay, so so now we're gonna rank their records. There's seven records. Oh, cool. From their worst to their best. Now, uh, what do you got for your number seven? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, just reading my notes again. This is funny. So number seven for me is "Crack a Smile" okay. and more. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. This is their fifth album of 2000. I wrote, "Oh, cool. They're doing shitty country now. Awesome." <laughs> <laughs> Did you get through this record? Yeah, I did. I got uh, was, I got through I got through all of them barely, but it wasn't like I was in, I was listening intensively. It was I started doing other things. But Okay. Uh, like I I guess No Ring. Um I think it's called No Ring, No I don't fucking know. I don't know either. No No Ring or something has one of like the fastest things I've ever done. It's like the last 20 mm-hmm. seconds and it kicks in really fast and it sounds great. And it's completely wasted. I don't even remember that part. Yeah, it's it, dude. It's literally like the <laughs> last fifteen or twenty seconds, and it wow, it, oh. <laughs> it's rough. Dude, crack a smile and more. I just I I was just blown away by how 
how bad I, it was. I understand. Like, so like you texted earlier in the week, like you said, you don't understand how, how this band's popular, how people like this band or something like that. Yeah. I totally understand. I get it. I get why <laughs> I get, I get the demographic they were going for. Yeah. And, yes. and as this band grew into shit, so did their demographic because <laughs> like my mom, I remember my mom listening to really good music yeah, and then like the early '90s to like mid '90s happened, and then she kind of transformed into like the country pop sound. That's how my mom was too. Garth Brooks, Alan Jackson, Shania yeah. Twain, and now that's all my mom listens to. That's this fucking band. This this band. <laughs> this <laughs> as this band changed, so did these fans. And yeah, okay. this this band was popular because you know at the time like boys liked them because. You know, they talked, they sang about girls and the girls mm-hmm. liked them because they dressed like we do. So yeah. everybody likes us. And they were metal enough to where you can think like, oh yeah, this is metal as fuck. But they were also pop enough to where you still like enjoyed the melodies, but you didn't think that you were as lame as, as if you were to be listening to, I don't know, like Journey or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I I get I get why this band is good. I get I'm sorry, scratch that. I get why this band was popular. Yeah, yeah. That that's the better word for that. Popular for sure. Yeah. Okay, so my number seven is also Crack a Smile and More. <laughs> uh, dude, this this album. I mean, this is. I mean, I was really questioning a lot of things about this band, and then I got to this, and there were two times this week. <laughs> It took me three. It took me three times to actually listen to this record. The first time, I had just finished up a job at work, and I was like, "Okay, I'm kind of in this poison mood. I already listened to their last two records. I'm ready to keep going." And then I throw this on. I get through the first song, and I, and I, I, just, I even say out loud, "I said <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this." So I shut it off. I listened to something else. Came back a day later. I was like, "Okay, I got to get through this." I got through the first two songs. I thought, "I can't do this. I, I really, this is like." This might be the first time where like I cannot finish an album because it's so bad. And then I just I buckled down. I just I I got through it. I third time took three times. I got through it. This album is absolute garbage. Like it is, it is so bad. It is just there's nothing exciting. There's nothing memorable. This is when they had that the this guitar player was only on this one record like Scarino something Paul Scarino or something like that yeah his name was like blues or some shit yeah like supposedly he was like some guitar prodigy like he was like 16 when he joined the band but there's nothing on this record that shows any sort of like virtuoso characteristics it's it's just it's a shit record it's so bland it's so alt rock (laughs) hard rock generic bullshit of this era of music and then reading more about it, they recorded this in '94, but didn't release it till 2000, till yeah. after CC Deville rejoined the band, because the the label didn't want to put it out because they didn't like it. So then it was postponed for six years. It's insanity, yep. fucking stupid. It was it was awful. I have no favorite. There's not one one salvageable song on this record. It's awful. Fair. I would give this. I would give this like a point five. I, 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 I don't know, maybe even a zero. Like it's so bad. Damn, have we ever given a zero? No. Not even Common got a zero. No. I, I think I think the lowest I've given was like a point five. But I've never given a zero. But this is like really testing my patience. Oof. Like this record's bad. Straight bad. I mean this is definitely sub one for me. Like it's I don't know about a zero. 
Yeah, so I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's that bad. Okay, well, let's move on then. <laughs> so what do you got for number six? So numbers, number six uh, and number five, they kind of, I don't know, they, they can be interchangeable. But number six, just for the lack of consistent or for the sake of consistency in my part, they're, they're poisoned album their their covers oh, the covers album yeah. just because uh, i don't really like covers albums in in general yeah. well you love teal from weezer dude awful <laughs> yeah so so they came out with a covers album which was it actually actually encompassed like a lot of different songs like a lot of different genres it was a lot more diverse than i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. which also included like the sexy back justin timberlake cover but I don't know. Like none of them were good. Like none of them yeah. were good. And yeah. I, f- and I just can't, I can't stand hearing the, the suffragette city by David Bowie anymore because yeah, yeah. like the only person, the only, the only, actually the only two artists that I've heard do like a really good cover, like the get up kids did a pretty good cover once. And then sway Jorge or Sue George, mm-hmm. as he's commonly known. Um, they do good covers and I'm just tired of hearing that fucking thing. And they yeah. do and they do a grand funk cover, okay? And as a new as a new <laughs> as a newfound member of the Grand Grand Funk me. Railroad fan club. Mm-hmm. Like dude, come on, man. It was trash. It dude, was trash. it was uh, I didn't want to talk about it. Like I'm so there was, I like was no there was no excitement in that song like the original, you know. I just could not <laughs> doing like just doing we're an American band because the song's mm-hmm. sung by the drummer, so like just yeah. like you need to bring a little bit extra into it. And yeah, I do absolutely. have some good stuff to say about Poison later. There are it's not all negative, but okay, this album was just it was just unnecessary. Like, dude, this was so cheap. This was just this was cheap. This is like bunting when you're ahead by like fucking forty points or some <laughs> sh- runs and I don't even know. I'm I call it, I'm calling runs and baseball not points. That's how irritated I am. Yeah, that's you can't even think straight. Me. <laughs> okay so that's your number do you have a favorite cover on this one no okay no these are all trash Damn. even like okay. squeeze box like how do you fuck up that squeeze box I know, song right? like come on dude that's a solid song and then they did like rock and roll all night by kiss like come the easiest on. song the easiest dude. song to do yeah fuck it's bad okay so my my number six is holly weird uh this one is just like really boring country rock all like hard rock like it's just it's garbage it's trash it's it's not nearly as bad as crack a smile like i was able to get through holly weird there were some moments where like okay there's some good good some some good soloing some good uh lead parts but overall it's it's a trash record and the one song that is kind of good is home brett story that song it's the fastest one on on the record it has like a like kind of like a rockabilly country vibe to it which is kind of cool um, and one thing that stood out to me on this song was that Brett Michaels doesn't really sound like Brett Michaels. Like he, he kind of sounds like goofy a little bit, like not, not the character goofy, but he just sounds like kind of <laughs> like he's kind of having fun, you know? So I don't know. It, it, it was a better, better song, but overall it's just, it's weird. And then, and then reading more about it, like it kind of sounds weird overall, the whole record does. And then you read about it and like they were having issues with like the mixing and the mastering of the record. And that's why it's like things don't sound normal. Like the drums sound really weird in the mix and the guitars sound bizarre. And yeah, it's just, it's not a good record. Hollywood is not a good record. So fuck that one. <laughs> All right. So that's my number six. Okay. <laughs> so what do you got? 
Now we're in the top five, baby. Mm-hmm. Number five, Flesh and Blood. Number three, released 1990. Mm-hmm. This album is like an hour long. The first of their albums yeah, that aren't, that wasn't like 30, like a cool 30 minutes, like a cool 35 minutes. Yeah. What the fuck? These songs are intended to be like three minutes long. At three minutes long, these little bullshit glam metal songs, they're digestible. They're fine. Yeah. When you start making them four or five minutes, unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> and it makes like the goofy campy sound just it it just makes it too hard to 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 digest. It's it's too difficult. Okay. Yeah. I, to I get the fuck that. out of here. You don't don't stretch uh, don't that's what that's what's so good about a lot of punk bands is they get a cool hook, good melody. They'll kick it out, gutter mouth. They'll kick it out in two minutes. Be done with it. Yeah, you kick don't out the jams, motherfucker. You don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't need to stretch out that that chorus and do like a five minute song. It's fucking irritating. But I do like the cover art in this one, though. Is that the the this one is, with like the mask, the brown mask? Thing? This is the tattoo. This is the tattoo of the band's logo oh, and, my God, and the dude. album name. No, this was, no, that is dude. Like the, the drummer, worst. the drummer, Ricky dude, Rockets. Like the worst. He got this <laughs> tattoo so on his arm. That is dedication, baby. That is oh commitment God, dude, is, to the bit. It is so bad. It is such a bad album cover. <laughs> dude, you have got to respect the commitment to the bit, though. Dude, they, you do, I guess, to an extent, but they have some of the worst album covers. <laughs> they have some bad, bad album covers, and this I, is one of them. I wouldn't even say they have some. I would say they have all bad they're album covers. They're all bad. I, don't, I agree. Yeah, they're all like, bad. None of them are, are... But this is like the worst. It's just, it's, and it looks like shit. It's like bleeding. And I guess like it was like yeah. a, they had to like wipe it and wait for it to heal a little bit. Cause it looked like shit after he got it. And yeah. like, dude, you got a tattoo of this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay. Damn. But yeah, my, my favorite song was Swamp Juice. Uh, this was a cool little acoustic diddly oh, yeah, that song. Yeah. and just very bizarre for this album. And, and, Man, I'm gonna say this a lot, but like, there's there's a lot of Eddie Van Halen in CeCe Deville's guitar playing. Yeah, and I, I definitely. Yeah, I'll say it now that way I can re I can re-emphasize the point. CeCe Deville is just like a solid, like T-ball Eddie Van Halen. He's he's <laughs> he utilizes a lot of the same tricks, like a lot of the phasing, a lot of the yeah, the pinch harmonics. Like a lot of those things, a lot of the tapping. He's not a bad guitar player. And mm. that's probably as far as I'm going to go with my positivity for Poison. But he's not a bad guitar player. But he's just a, yeah, he's, he's just like a T-ball Eddie Van Halen. It's, you, you hear him and you think, holy shit, he's so good. And then somebody throws on anything from Van Halen's first three records. and <laughs> Throws on fire on, you know. It's just face yeah. melting. But yeah, this, this, was, this, was, this was fine. This was... This was uh, it was no, just like a, fine. it was like a little guitars intro because cause like little guitars intro was the acoustic version or the acoustic intro mm-hmm. to like the little guitar song. It's like a bootleg version of that. It's cool, I guess. Hmm. All right, so so my we're number still, five. For, for the record, we're still not even in the ones. Like I wouldn't recommend. Oh any. no, I yeah no I agree. I'm we're not, not in the ones. We're not even in the no, ones. No, yet. no no yeah no this is this is trash. Um, so my number five is native tongue. This is the one with, uh, the only one that featured Richie Kotzen on, on guitar. And then he was fired like two years later because he was, um, he was sleeping with Ricky Rocket's fiance. Yeah. Really fucked up. 
Um, poison baby. And then uh, R- Richie Kotzen, though he has he was in Mr. Big in the late '90s, but then he has a band called the Winery Dogs with Billy Sheehan, which is who's a great bass player, and then Dave Lombardo on drums from Slayer. And they have some really good songs too, by the way. Winery Dogs do. And Richie Cotson's the guitar player and singer in that band. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But um but no, th- this song Native Tongue, uh it it sucks, man. It's it, it's cool because you can you could see the difference. like you could really see the difference in guitar style and and songwriting between Cece Deville and uh and Richie, but overall, man, I mean poison suck. I'm sorry. Like th- this is just not. It's, overall, it's not a good record. And Damn. <laughs> they have some moments, but anyway, we'll get into that in the album of the week. But no, th- this album, Native Tongue, is just straight boring. It's it's not memorable. Uh, the one song that was was interesting was Richie was called Richie's Acoustic Thing. Richie's Acoustic Thing. It's just like a forty five second acoustic little thing that he does and <laughs> that's about it like it, there's nothing more to this record i don't know that's my number five still below one for me out of three so if anybody listening has never listened to the pod before three is a perfect album two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to one is a bad album but you should give it a shot and zero is a trash fire so yeah everything right up to this point is still below one i wonder if anybody would so give any of the ones we've already talked about above a two. There's, there can't be anybody. No, there's no way. There's no fucking way. Like I get like you follow a band for so long, like you with Corn. no matter what Corn does, like you're going to like some parts of it or AFI. AFI, You'll like some parts of it just because you've been, you're invested. Don't, Hey, don't just bring me into this. You do, you do the same shit with Blink. (laughs) So do not do this. You do it with Weezer too. As much as you shit talk on Weezer, you still do it with Weezer. No, I agree. So I agree. Don't 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 lump don't just make this about me. I don't do well, it too. It was my turn to talk, so <laughs> my number four. Your number four. What the final doing? four. Native tongue. Um this was their fourth album, nineteen ninety three. Yeah. This was for me, this was like the same shit as like flesh and blood, but at least this one, because they got the new guitar player, this had some cool bluesy numbers to it. But yeah. this this band's a joke. And everything this band does, whether it be like metal, blues, rock, everything is just, it's a, it's a joke of what they're trying to accomplish. It's almost like this is like a weird Al Yankovic fucking fronted band that is just doing a bunch of goofy songs. Like <laughs> it's, they're not as good. <laughs> it's unbelievable how, how derivative this band is of other genres. Yeah. But or even mm, of the same genre, but native we'll tongue, bastard son of a thousand blues. This is the last song, and much like their metal song, their their metal sound. This one mm-hmm. also is chock full of fucking tricks and blues tropes. It's just, <laughs> I hate that shit. I just fucking cannot stand it anymore. And if you're a good blues band. Like Almond Brothers, for instance, they they utilize a lot of tricks. And like listening to records, you hear the same riff over and over. George Thurgood, his first like four records, he uses the same kind of rock and roll around the clock tonight that Bill Haley sound. He does it over yeah. and over and over. But if you can just kind of take that basic blues riff, that wasn't even his sound. That was already derivative of the Delta Blues sound. But if you can take that and extrapolate on it and make it better, that is fine. But it's like... 
Poison just takes these these riffs, these sounds, these concepts, and they don't even like church it up. It's, <laughs> they just like, yeah, we ripped That's this true. off. Check it out. <laughs> I know. And then they wink at you and like smile and then show chest hair and grab their nards and it's Ugh. supposed to be okay. Oh God, I just I don't get it. Okay, so that was your number four. Yeah. Native Tongue was your number four. Okay, so my number four is uh, Poisoned. This is the covers album we already talked about. It's it's a it's a bad covers album covers album, but the only reason why it's ranked as high as it is is because I recognize the songs, so I, I kind of <laughs> like it's it's I I know the songs, so it's like I I know I know there's something good there, you know. You can but at least I, imagine the original artist singing. I can it. imagine the original artist. I can sing along because I already know the songs, so it's like it was a little bit more exciting. So that's really the only reason why otherwise the the covers suck um but th- my favorite one is sexy back just because it's like that's a bold move like that's a really bold move covering that song especially a band like poison covering that song i mean they didn't crush it in any way shape or form they didn't but it was still a bold thing for them to do and that's really the reason why that's my favorite on this on the poisoned record fucking surprise he's fucking twats <laughs> even knew what justin timberlake was i know <laughs> oh my god so yeah that's um that's my number my number four so there you go okay what do you got for number three number three for me is holly weird that's that high what? dude i totally forgot you haven't said this yet. i know so here's <laughs> here's my first sucks, dude so like when i first listened to an album and then i listened to it through and through if I like a song, I'll write the song name down. And then when the song's over, I'll jot some notes down. If a better song comes along, I'll delete the one before it and then write that down. But I don't write any like notes about the album until after it's over. Yeah. And so when Holly Weir was over, the first thing I wrote was, what the hell is that? Like, <laughs> I was so confused. I just, I, it was fucking weird. This wasn't a good record. No, it's not at all. But it was, it was like it's enjoyable. It was like no, this band, this band has come so far from their initial sound and here they tried their hand at like a punk sound and there's, no, there's, clearly. come on, there's for sure 100% punk sounds mm. in here. Absolutely. 100%. You hear the power Maybe chords, I'm just like you hear, you hear the downstrokes. There's a lot of Ramones influences, but like I said earlier, they don't church any of it up. They just like are straight ripping off a sound. It's yeah. cliche and it's basic, but it's fun, I guess. This is the one I didn't know where to put because I was so confused after it was over. I just didn't know. Like immediately when I hear their country rock didn't stuff, know where to put it? I just like this sucks. This is fucking trash. Yeah, but like this one, I just I I, I was so confused. I still don't even. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never go like back I, to it. But I don't. I don't know. No, of course not. I mean, it's a trash record. <laughs> not worth going back to. But did you did you like the the song home the the weird quirky one? So my two favorite songs were were the home songs, one for Brett and one for Cece. They were they were both pretty cool. Each one was kind of different from the other, and they each kind of talked about like going home and in their own style. And Brett Michaels and and Cece Deville, oh, just muttering those those names irritates me too. I know. Oh, like just like their way of of I don't know of. of curating their own song was kind of cool that's it <laughs> okay all right brett, brett mean, michaels and cc's uh, their their song their home songs were fine okay okay that's, all that's right cool. I, I they were okay at best okay at best 
Okay, so my number three is Flesh and Blood. Their third record. This is right before, like, you know, or right when grunge was really blowing up. So I think they, they kind of, like, wanted to make a little bit more of a serious record. And it, it, it kind of worked. Like, it, it it's almost like a C for effort, you know? Not even an A, a C for effort. And and I, it was it was much better than everything that came after it. I I mean it's still not a good record, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It has a lot of like the hard rock sound, like more hard rock than than the first two records. Like it's not as metally, which I was a nice like change because I was just like, it, okay, so like the first two records, you, you're just like slammed with the glam rock, and you're just like I'm I'm over this, you know. So then when this came along, it was a nice, like, kind of breath of fresh air. So, like, it was, I was more accepting at the time. But then as after this record, it's just, like, it's, like, a steep drop-off. Like, this is, like, you falling off of Mount Everest almost after this record. So, yeah, this, um, this record's all right. I mean, not even all right. It's just, it's a record. I mean, the, the, one, the one song that stands out would be Unskinny Bop, which was a single. And outside of that, like, it's whatever whatever album see that's why that's why i think holly weird it was number three for me because per our rankings i thought this like holly weird's a solid one you should listen to it because it's fucking weird it just makes no sense over the course of like poison's discography okay i mean my my thing is like you should only ever listen to their first three. like if you're gonna actually listen to anything from them listen to their first three records because you kind of see the peak of them and then you see kind of when they're going downhill because of grunge and then that's it like you don't need to listen to anything after that like it's well they didn't they didn't go downhill because of grunge they went downhill because they're not a good band and they realized it right after well, the yeah, first no, record no, you're right you're right you're right you're absolutely right they're not a good band <laughs> grunge just kind of showed us that they that they're like a like hey people, wait a second <laughs> it's a lot of people have said it and it's very cliche but Grunge didn't kill poison. Poison killed poison. Yeah, like I, I hate saying it, but I mean, there's it. There's nothing more true in this world than that. Because they're but not. It, like, it wasn't even like just grunge. Like when Metallica came out, they dude, they rocked just as hard, right? And they wore jeans and fucking t-shirts. Yeah, true. So you yeah. don't you don't need to look like this and try so fucking hard. Yeah. To rock. Well, and this is we'll coming from, more into that. This is coming for someone who's not even Metallica man until recently. That's true. Yeah, you, I, it took you a long time for me to convert you, but you know, I'm not a I'm full Metallica man though. Just four you're, albums. You're close enough. You're close. I mean, that nobody really likes '90s Metallica. Come on, well, nobody Saint, really likes '90s Metallica or Saint Anger. Saint Anger is their fourth best. So shut the fuck up. You know it's not. Don't be a stupid. Don't be <laughs> don't, a stupid. Don't be a stupid. <laughs> don't be a stupid. <laughs> Wait. Um, so, so you're. I mean, because I know you're. I know you're not telling the truth when you say that Saint Anger is your fourth. But you know, I'm 100 percent telling you the truth that Saint no, Anger is my fourth the, best. So out of the 80s albums, because there's four albums in the 80s. So what what al- what album is it better than from the 80s? Is it Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Puppets, or Justice? Justice, just because you're a fucking idiot. You're just, a fucking idiot. Just so because stupid. no, like you, I don't, I don't, bummed. I don't remember Justice that much because you're an idiot. But Master of Puppets is untouchable because Battery was the Battery was the song that I I remember texting you. I said, "Dude, if you ever wanted me to get into Metallica, you should have just told me to listen to Battery." 
because <laughs> that has like all the things that I like. It's it's got all the cliches of metal music and starts off soft. It is just a perfect Metallica song. So Puppets is is going to be my number one of all time, no matter what. And then I think like Kill 'Em All is probably my number two, mm-hmm. just because it's so different than what I thought Metallica was. Because my 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 vision for Metallica has always been Enter Sandman, right? Because that's I don't <laughs> know that's just, that's yeah. just what I've heard. And so Kill 'Em All is like the I don't know it's it's like the opposite the, of the, that. The Sandman Killer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, and I think Ride the Lightning is a really good album too. So that's why it's number three. I don't remember Justice though. So that's, but I do oh like Saint God. Anger. I truly, truly do like Saint Anger. I do You're like nuts. it. Nuts. I do like it. You're fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, like saying that's better than even Death Magnetic or Hardwired is insanity. Like I can see maybe if you like it more than the '90s stuff, like more than Black Load and Reload. But dude, come on, Saint Anger is not that good. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm probably gonna go through like you the got, next couple of weeks and re-listen and, and then re. You got it. I mean, because I mean, you'll you'll understand. Like Justice is is a solid record. Yeah, there's like virtually no bass on it, but it's like the songs are there and the guitar playing's there. It's, dude, don't even I, don't even be dumb. I th- <laughs> I think from what <laughs> I remember, Saint Anger was just like a like a. It was just very dumbed down metallic. It was very accessible. It was very just good. It like was it? It was just rock. bad. It was good rock by Bob Rock. Oh my god, Bob Rock is no. Get, are, are we doing um, poison rankings or what? I wish we were doing Metallica rankings, but well, we're not. You should have chosen Metallica rankings instead of poison. Well, so. You didn't. You didn't put Metallica in your list, so I went with poison. I did. I chose Metallica, and you chose poison. So my number two poison album is <laughs> "Open Up and Say Ah." Okay. Okay. This why? Be, because this is the poison that I know. This yeah. is the this is the poison that I know. This is the sound that I know. That you know and love. Like some of, I don't know, not maybe like all of their most popular songs are from here, mm-hmm. and and they've completely abandoned like any sort of metal credibility they had from their from their previous album, and they're they've become sellouts on their second album. If that's even like a cool <laughs> word to say, because I mean, not like they were metal men to begin with, but. For what what little credibility they even had, there it's completely gone. But okay. but I do think nothing but a good time has its place in societal situations. I guess so. I guess but, so. But even if I were to call it a banger, like every rose has its thorn, destroys yes. any oh, chance dude. of any of these songs on this album of becoming song is trash. bangers. It's it's not that song though. Is it's trash. Like. To say a song is trash means like it's fun to even like tear it apart. Like every rose has its thorn is arguably worse than, than like some Lady Antebellum shit. And I've only chosen like a song oh, of the I week know. once, <laughs> one time, this entire pod that we've, our entire career. I've only mm-hmm. chosen one song for my pick of the week because I've hated it so much. And, and every, it was that, that Lady Antebellum song. It's a quarter after one and I'm a little, that song. Oh my god, dude! I hate Every that rose has so its thorn. Much. Could be worse than that. Like it's not even fun to listen to. Just no, to even it, shit on. Me, uh, it, that's a close one. I, I get what you're saying. That's a close one, though. Because even bad songs, when you listen to them, it's still fun to laugh and like, oh, this song sucks. You like this shit? Listen to this part, and then the part comes in, and you shit on that. I don't even want to do it to this song because it's so dumb. <laughs> I, I when it when it when that song came up, I, I thought about skipping it. 
Like I was really thinking of just because <laughs> like that song sucks. And I've but heard like, it so many times. But nothing but a good time that that has its place in society. When you go to the river and somebody plays it, it's not mm. bad. Like it's fine at the river when yeah. you're at the run rudder bar and everyone around you is old, ugly and white and they play that song. It's fine. I guess. You guess, yeah. <laughs> you can't even make like a definitive statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only time I fucking would ever not shit all over it is if I heard it at that specific moment. But I, 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 I just chose it as my number two because this was the poison that I have always... This, this is the poison sound that I have always associated with the band Poison until I got the album of the week and I liked it a little bit more. But even this, open up and say, ah... This is probably like a like a 1.25 for me. 1.25, okay. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this right now. Look what the cat dragged in is my number two. So m- my number one is, I, I mean, obviously your number one is look what the cat dragged in. Yeah. So my number one is open up and say ah. And uh, yeah, this was just, this was a better version of that first record. It, it just it just took the the, sh- the shitty glam part of it and just kind of, ran with it and they're like you said like the the bigger songs are on this this record the more memorable songs are on this record and so i had more fun listening to it because of that but they're they're i mean honestly the two records are like interchangeable honestly like if if you were to outside of the hits if you were to listen to each one of those records you wouldn't be able to tell the difference oh really come on dude oh But uh, but my favorite song off of uh, uh, "Open Up and Say Ah" is "Look But You Can't Touch," just because like it has kind of a weird drum like beat throughout the song, and the solo's cool. I mean, CC has some cool solos in mo- in a lot of their songs, but um, I don't know. <laughs> this <laughs> I, can't you see like both of our moms listening to "Nothing But a Good Time" at the river though? See, well, no, because my mom never my mom never listened to glam metal. Oh. It was always it was it, she jumped from like Ted Nugent, Alice Cooper, Rush, Queen, Zeppelin, and then she jumped from that to Garth Brooks. Like there was nothing in between. Damn. So that's she a went from like big jump. Cool, she she went from like cool classic rock, a little bit of prog, to fucking shit country. To Garth Brooks, Alan Jackson, all that shit. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Vince Gill was her favorite, still her favorite, but she loves Vince Gill. But Vince Gill is also like an amazing guitar player, but yeah, yeah, there was no in between. So she she was never into the glam. The okay, glam well, c- could you could you hear this being played at the river on some? Yeah, somebody's but I, I imagine somebody playing this on like you're sitting at the Roadrunner bar. You've been to the Roadrunner bar? I keep saying the Roadrunner bar. It's, I don't think so. It's like the bar that's on the river, like it floats and it fucking wobbles and shit. It's kind of cool but it's full of a bunch of old ass people that are ugly as shit. They stink. They're way too drunk, but whatever. I can imagine like it's nothing but a passing by going from left to right and then <laughs> from right true, to yeah. left, but a good time, like but the same like, fucking song. But that's all you need is like five seconds of the song. And you're like, I'm good. But there's like five, I don't know, five like river songs. And unfortunately like CCR is kind of thrown into that, that yeah, category too. So there's that. Oy, okay. Well, whatever. All right. Well, I I mean we're we're done with the rankings. So uh stay tuned for the main episode, the album of the week, because we're getting in, getting into the uh 
Poison record. Look what the cat dragged in. So, yeah, do that. That's it. That's all. It is. Mm, David.